Welcome back to Kafaro Cast, everyone. I'm uh, riding solo today. My partner in crime, Frank the Tank, is trying to kill an antelope. Hopefully, he has no more vehicle issues. But uh, I've got two super good friends on. Uh, we've got the big ginger, uh, Alex Nestor with Eastern Colorado Outfitters. Outdoors. Eastern Colorado Outdoors is yeah. what I meant to say. Yeah, um, I think there is an Eastern Colorado Outfitters. Well. Yeah, that's fuck that's fuck those guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy suck. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, yeah, and then we've got the big sexy Drummond Lindsay. Good to be here. Oh yeah, god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to say anything. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, that ship has sailed. <laughs> uh, Lord, that's funny. Good Lord. So, yeah, we um. Uh, I just got back from a deer hunt. You just got an antelope hunter, and you've been doing things we probably, I don't know what I'm allowed to talk about, but you've had a lot going on lately. <laughs> he's been having Not, more fun than we have, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's had so much fun, you can't talk about the fun he's had. <laughs> yeah. oh, we, uh, <laughs> we just got done antelope hunting. We had 14 or 15 guys come down, and it was about a 10-day window, and I just got home the other night pretty tired, but it was a lot of fun. I still smell like antelope. That's good. Frank brought up a good point. You ever notice, like, when you shoot an antelope, your farts kind of smell like the antelope after you clean it? Your hands, your balls. (laughs) My whole body. I mean, my truck smells like antelope. It was, I just, that's all I smell. My wife was like, what is that? It was awful. Uh, We went 12 straight days in the wilderness, and let me tell you, there was nothing good. I I just kind of smelled like an onion. Um, And then I had gas so bad I had to air out my sleeping bag the next day, and I think I'm just going to uh, – well, if you got – Throw it away. Well, I'm going to sell it probably. <laughs> <laughs> it has all the cheese and shit from underneath your nutsack in it. Oh, uh, uh, it, it was bad. I mean, it it uh, it got to a point literally um, when uh, I had like day, day, day 10. I, I don't, If you're cow parsnip, you get uh, my hand. I don't know if you can see that. It's, yeah. My fucking hand swelled up like that Chinese guy on uh, Big Trouble Little China, yeah. like giant. And Frank, like he's afraid to get like. I'm like, hey Frank, you want some chips? He's like, no. Like normally, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually he's eating your shit. Yeah, you do. It was bad, so I I had to get get back, and then I I cut my hand, so this was infected. So I had antibiotics for that, and then I had steroid cream for my hand, and then we hiked back in there, and I got goose shits from the antibiotics. It was a sorry state of affairs, but... Even we, on the antelope hunt, when he came down, it looked like he had chicken pox all over his hands. The yeah. next time we hunt together, I'm going to get those big, incredible whole cans. Yeah. That's a story. <laughs> these. Like, you want some chips? <laughs> Look at this guy calling me. Oh, yeah. It was bad. Oh, dang. Yeah, he, he just, just shot, shot a, a giant bull. Yeah, 371. Yeah. He, um, he, you know, he shot it alone, which I don't think that the perception online is so. But that man <laughs> shot that bull alone, public land, Colorado. No one was there. <laughs> you know, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah. It's I, probably I, good to get the real story yeah, out. Yeah, the real story is he shot it alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he, I, I, I only met. I've only hung out with him a little bit, but that dude seems about the most genuine, nice He's guy in the solid. world. Fifty-one years old. Tom's a good guy. That that guy needs to buy a Kafaro because he he was packing that bull out, and he said he's like, man, all the weights on my shoulders, my necks out. I was like, why don't you get a Kafaro? He goes, man, I think I think I might. He has an old. I bet it's a Badlands or something. something. You know, we we uh this uh, deer hunt we were just on a. It, not the best situation, but you know, had seven hunters around us, like nine miles in. Like he, the backcountry hunting, being by yourself is gone. But three of them were super cool. You might know one of Omni Warner. Uh, he kills big mule deer. Anyway, I don't know. Him. He um, 
his his brother killed a buck and those guys i won't say what pack they were running but it was comical when we came out of the hole i helped them pack out their deer and i had i don't know 80 pounds in the one and i'm like why don't you guys put mine on and uh it was it was pretty comical because i mean if you don't have you unpacked one with heavy weight you don't know the difference yeah you can't tell yeah it uh because i got up the hill probably 15 minutes before they did the camp and i got and i was talking mad shit you know (laughs) (laughs) like yeah you guys are real mountain hunters great job but uh that was cool it was a cool hunt but we we went antelope hunting a couple of days, we tried spot and stock, and then I sat in that ground blind for 14 freaking hours the one day. I even had to poop in the blind. Yeah, you shit in the blind. Yeah, I pooped yeah. in the blind box. At least that was in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I put it in there. Where would you have shit? I don't know. I, big Ziploc. It was bad. I, oh, God. Don't remember, shit in Ziplocs. Do you remember Big Grant? Big Grant. Big Grant shot yeah, that giant yeah, white yeah, tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he uh he shit in a ground blind and we'd set we'd seen a giant set it up right on a water hole. It was perfect. You know, it was before his surgeries and he's were bad, he couldn't get around. He sat on there two full days and he's like, Man, I don't know why I'm not seeing anything. We went to get that blind. He he shit, shit in there. Yeah, he shit there was just big piles of feces. <laughs> it was just awful. <laughs> it was awful, awful. Uh, I, I, then I realized why he didn't see that deer. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. He shot some giant deer out there. He, got, he used to be in the NFL. Yeah, no, he's a kicker. Yeah. Yeah, for Florida. Okay. Yeah, yeah, which doesn't make sense. No, he looks he, like an O lineman. He looks like an O lineman, and the guy was a kicker, <laughs> and he was at Florida State. A great guy. He killed. He killed a white tail with Edwards. Two o two. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Two hundred and two inch white tail. Oh Lord, that's crazy. That's a big white oh, tail. Man. And was, you know, Edward. The day before he, he passed a two hundred inch mule deer. No, no, it's like <laughs> that's the, a fucking true story. No, <laughs> I think so, he told me about from, it. from the truck. He gets this mobility impaired deal because his legs were so bad he was having to have a replacement and stuff. And so he actually legally could have shot from the truck. And they roll up, and Edwards, they uh, God, he called me that morning. It was so funny. They roll up, and this deer's a giant. Edwards has video, and his right side is completely palmated with trash everywhere. I mean, he's a no-brainer anywhere in the state, and Ed, and he's like, yeah, I don't. Uh, he tells Guthrie, he said tells he's Edwards, too short. he's too short. Yeah, I don't like him. I, I like a big typical, you know. What <laughs> a big typical! And Edwards just like he was so mad, he drove straight to the gas station and filled up and called me. And he's like, oh, I hate myself. <laughs> and the next day, they roll into that same spot, and Edwards had to because he was yeah, because Edwards couldn't was, let it go. Like, I'm going to show you this one more time. <laughs> yeah, so he goes back to the same spot, but he drops him off on a ridge and then drives like a mile back and then runs across a freshly plowed wheat field. You know, gets there right before dark, and he said. He looks over, and this whitetail's on the ridge, and uh, he's kind of heading their way. And they, they know he's big, but, you know, he's about a mile and a half, you know, two miles. Anyway, that deer walks within 300 yards, and he sluices him, and he's 204, net book, non-typical, free-range, Colorado Eastern Plains whitetail. It's a sweet video, it's, man. He it's shoots of, it perfect, and the deer just takes it. Like, seven-and-a-half-year-old buck just absorbs it. And it's he's got split twos on him, you know. I love those split twos oh, on, a, a, on a big white toy, a giant deer. And Edwards <laughs> then calls me back. He's like, we totally redeemed ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. There's some, I'm amazed at how big a deer, well, deer and antelope that are that are out there. Because, I mean, I'm always screwing around in the mountains. But that antelope that you saw with uh, Brian Broderick was. Man, that's it's the biggest antelope. I, that's one of the biggest <laughs> antelope I've seen Having in Eastern Colorado. Tell me the story back. He's like, you stopped him. You're sure you've got your license? Yeah, man, I got my license. <laughs> Everything's legal. You're positive. <laughs> man, what's going on? This is the biggest fucking antelope I've ever seen. <laughs> Dude, <And> he, <laughs> uh, north, up north. Oh, yeah. Where you were last year. Yes. We come around the corner. 
I, I threw the spotter up and I, I just started gathering all our shit. Like, dude, let me see your license real quick. Because <laughs> when we shoot this, it's going to go places. Colorado's not, where we're from, it's not known for, you know, what do you think? 70, 75 inch goats, a, yeah. a shooter, no brainer. Absolutely. You see a 70 inch goat, you got to be thinking about pulling this, the trigger. This goat, I would say, was between 85 and 90. I would say he's probably 87. Really? Yeah. I think That's he's probably 17 tall. Well, Broderick didn't know what he had in front of him. He's never hunted antelope before in his life. So, yeah. But after we saw like several more, yeah. he's like, no, I understand what we were at. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, we were so close. If he'd have seen that at the end of the day, he'd have been freaking out. Well, if Snyder had his compound, we'd be done. We'd have shot it. Yeah. But that, what did he, he said he could only shoot 60. No, it was 40 at first, 50, and you talked yeah. him into shooting the he 60. He shot 68. <laughs> <laughs> said, put her high. <laughs> he was dead. He's so funny. Smoked it. He's like, How far? Shoot that motherfucker now. <laughs> I don't think he realized. They just It doesn't happen very often right. where, you know, but he uh, – He was he, happy, man. Was that his first one, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. He yeah. was super happy, and we launched that arrow company, his first animal shot with yeah. that arrow company, and he's, he's he doesn't like long-distance shoot. He's gotten on me about it, but – you know, I'm at his house or in, in the, the hunting, the, the whatever, the cabin or whatever yeah. in, in Alabama. And I'm at 120 dropping arrows in a Reinhardt 18 and one with broadheads. And he was like, yeah, okay, so maybe you can shoot that far. He's like, but you, you can't, don't tell people because then they'll get the, and he's right, people get the idea that they can do it. But it was funny that post you made uh, when we, we were out with the recurve doing spot and stock. Uh, I think it had text that said, I missed the Aaron Snyder of we just got to get to 110. Yeah, and then we, you hear him verbally say, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Dude, that thing pisses me off so bad. Deer hunting, it, it's perfect. Like the corn hunt or, or when you bet a deer. But dude, how many times, unless you want to sweat your balls off at a tank, yeah. and, and it's rained so much late that we can't, Yeah. but unless you want to sweat your balls off for multiple days, spot and stock white te- or antelope in eastern Colorado, how many times were we going to get within 50 yards? Uh, I've shot one. I've shot probably 15, 20. I've shot one around 40 yards, and yeah. I climbed through a culvert under yeah. the road to get to it. And uh, I've you'd have better luck, uh, not to say it's not legal, but you'll get dumb ones doing the Wisconsin drive-by in the back yeah, of the yeah, truck. Yeah. And we've done that, and guys are like, because they'll jump out of the back in the ditch. It's called slow-rolling truck technique. Yeah, slow yeah. Rolling. <laughs> yeah. Get yeah. off the center of the road <laughs> this many feet. Yeah, it's yeah. just back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you only got to be, what, 50 feet off the I center I think you line? should be able to shoot off the hood if you ever recur. <laughs> Like, come on. Well, we got to like 60 something, didn't we? And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The recurve, man. You can't, you can't even do the drive by, get out, you know, walk towards them. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes they're stupid. You know, antelope are curious creatures. Well, hopefully we find one of those today. You could get 40. It just, out of 100 times, you do it just a few. You know, I just, like I said, you get within a hundred every time. Every yeah. time. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I, it was, uh, it was funny when I shot the one with him because I, I, I'll never forget the look on his face when I said, when he get, tell me when he gets to 120, I'll kill it. And he was like, I've never heard anybody say that in my life. I've been at 55, and some son of a bitch from back east says, can we get to 40? No. We're here, dude. Like, the wind's dead. This is where we're at. Oh, yeah. I got bashed for shooting too far, but I'll say I've hunted with several different guys, and some people are, uh, or outfitters or guys will push the limits a little bit more than, than others, and then, uh, you know, other ones want to get, you know, closer. But it... um 
I would not want to be guiding archery hunters, and I'm an archer my whole life because I'd probably stab myself in the eye with a broadhead <laughs> out of frustration. The only, the only thing that I can relate to Zach Griffith with is the bow hunting sucks still. <laughs> Other than that, we don't have a lot in common, but but <laughs> I like the guy, but that that's true, man. Like when you're guiding you know, six, seven bow hunters in a row, it's like, man, bow hunting sucks. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. And it, when it all comes together, though, it's it always it's, seems to. Thanks for rewarding. Yeah. Well, uh, Frank, uh, I put on that stock, well, you know, we're at 13,000 feet and, you know, three hours to get there and bucks at 18, I can't see it. And he's old, so he's got that sixth sense, blows out to 40, some three stands there, I shoot under it, and I get a message on the Delorme that says, uh, you should throw that bow into the woods because it's made of wood and yeah, you need right. to put it back give it back to its <laughs> home it back, <laughs> yeah and shoot the compound again but did y'all just hear that train yeah man yeah. there's a train in the background yeah, you, yeah, I, yeah. it just reminded me of wild hunt country when that train <laughs> came around the corner i, I could hear it but. <laughs> yeah. it was like we're in a ryan bingham song that I guy tried to get a, pa- a pack from us did he so, really? i'm glad that popped out because i almost sent him one um he uh that's the guy. He shot that in Idaho. Shot a high fence bull and claimed it was in the wilderness somewhere. In Wyoming, and right? It, it was. You could hear the trains. Yeah. What a dumbass. Yeah. I heard that train. That's immediately what I thought about. What a dumbass. Yeah, that's that's funny. So the uh, what do you guys got left for the? I know what Alex has got left for the year. What all you got going on? You know, a lot of stuff in eastern Colorado. We've yeah. got uh, I've got some archery. I got an archery elk hunt, a couple of rifle elk hunts, and then. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff in eastern Colorado. Alex picked up some stuff this year that I didn't even think it was possible to get. I got it. Yeah. He, I mean, seriously, I've known, devil. I've, known, <laughs> I've known about this stuff for 25 years. And he called me up and he's like, hey, man, you have any interest hunting out in these units? And I said, uh, uh, what ground did you get? And he told me, and I just, I didn't believe him. <laughs> and I, I told him, I said, man, I, I don't believe you got it. He goes, well, I'll meet with the landowner tomorrow. You want to roll out? And I'm like, yeah, I do. So <laughs> we were out there and I can't, I'm telling you, man, I am so excited to see what, what we can pull out of there. It's big chunks of not just good ground. You know, you have to understand you, you could have 20,000 acre, you could have an 80,000 acre ranch and you have 4,000 of it that's good. That yeah. you hunt. And, yeah, and these guys have about 80,000 acres, and it's, it's all, all good. good. <laughs> I mean, it, there's there's not a spot where you won't go and have the potential to kill a giant. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, no, I, I'm excited. Years in, years out, I think that's one of the best places in the state, isn't it? That county is one of the best counties no, to shoot a Boone and Crew. No, absolutely. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's the best county uh, over the last 10 years. I mean, it's right there with Eagle County yeah. with the number of— non-typicals it's kicked out of the last 15 Does it seem years like so. eagle county slowing down or you think it's just as good you know man there's just a lot of pressure and a lot of people that are really good at killing deer you know that's what it is and people figured sti- it out it's still amazing i mean it, well we also haven't had you know a huge winter where you get those big snows in second and third season when and they push them down i mean we were out there a few years ago in fourth season and it was it was warm you know it was just it's really weird so i think i think you get a couple years where you get that snow and it's yeah we haven't had good snow at all yeah we got um i booked a hunt for patrick with you um which now i don't even know if i can go on which you'll probably be pissed off about that i'll be in alberta but uh alberta and eastern colorado are a lot alike there's a lot of similarities to it um the only thing i found there is in east in in alberta as a, as a guess, right? I'm right. not an Alberta expert. There's a lot more shooting shit from the window of the vehicle going on uh, because it's not outfitters that own a lot of that land. It's farmers and ranchers that lease it out to just normal guys. Yeah. Let, you know, so you, there's not as much 
Like you see someone poaching on your land, you're they're going, you know, they're, oh, you're yeah. prosecuted. Oh, yeah. Dude, you know, you stop up there 500 yards away to glass a deer, he's running. Oh, like yeah. he ain't fucking around. Like they're, they've been shot at out the window where you can stop more in eastern Colorado. Check them out. Yeah. 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 So it's a little bit, little bit different that way. But you ended up, um, I mean, how many, you took a ton, you got a ton of different land in, in hunters now going on. You got any hunts left? Over? You got anything else to book or are you pretty good? You know, we, I just picked up another ranch, like a 50,000 acre ranch with a river bottom going through it. And we do have two more what? rifle hunts. Why yeah. didn't you tell me? That? No, no, mean... I told you about it. I just don't want to say the rancher's name because then everybody will know. But, oh, yeah. Uh, some of the people that I've worked with in the past had oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they called me, so I picked it up. Um and so I am, it's whitetails and muleys. I do have two of those rifle hunts. And then we have odd ad hunts, man. These people, these two guys, uh, father, son canceled. Um, we have two odd ad hunts if you guys know of anybody. Um, and that's one I just booked with you for Frank and I, because you said it's just like mule deer and sheep. You bet yeah, them yeah. down or whatever. Yeah, so. just bet them down. This this ranch is cool. It's pretty nasty country. But uh, there's a ranch in Alpine and then there's a ranch by uh, Comstock. Um, at the Devil's River. Yeah. Um, it's cool because both the landowners have lodges and then they cook and everything. So it's 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 a pretty sweet deal. What time of the year is that? You know, I think the best time to hunt them is right now in October yeah. because they rut then. Um, but we always hunt them in the spring because we're so busy in the fall and we always, you know, we kick ass then. So it really doesn't matter. They're bachelored up. So we usually hunt them in March. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's what, one of the reasons Frank and I didn't want to hunt turkeys again because they're gay and so yeah, right? we're, gonna, <laughs> we're not bearing our dad so that'll Dude, be good birds people are obsessed with shooting birds they did that doesn't we, do it for me we had some guys come out this year yeah we oh the, that was fun as hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll do that again <laughs> don't these, let me talk shit i want to do these that these are the dumbest birds you've ever hunted in your life they've never they've never been hunted they've never been shot at and uh, alex and i sat up on a hill and we watch these guys down there they're down there like trying to turkey call and shit and they've got these they've got these little cluckers and they're cluck, cluck, and they're, they're doing all the like they, and then they're saying they need to switch it up and talk to them different i'm like fuck just go kill them you know yeah. did i just drink can i say the f word on here yeah yeah, yeah uh, we certainly do yeah, well, yeah so anyway i didn't ask we, we, <laughs> so anyway we uh we walk down, like, guys just just go kill the birds you remember that that first one he had to go kick it up out of a bush yeah 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 go kick it up just walk like, at him it was where like, was that at? it was like a pin raised pheasant it was one of drums spots it, it, it's such a big i'll pay for that hunt that's oh, what i man. need actually <laughs> actually with your, your recurve that Dude, would you work could, you could do some really cool video stuff down and, there and they're that. beautiful merriams man they're beautiful birds yeah well and it not to bring up the recurve again but when you're a guy's used to shooting a compound you know like this year i shot the birds and you know they're at 40 and you know shoot i'm like dude it's, we, we need it to close another 30 like oh these <laughs> ones will be within 30 yeah it's it turkeys are cool uh but like cal halliday ryan avery some of the guy i mean there is so many turkey memes after i turkey hunt about me being gay uh it's not even funny like it's bad like they That's make an fun eastern of them. southern thing these guys that we took are they so they they go what two weeks and they hit like six states or something Th that's their goal and one of them they needed two for their some slam and super, super slam or something but uh they're actually real cool and these guys yeah, I mean, they they're, cool. they're legit hunters and you know where they hunt back in like tennessee and illinois yeah. you're hunting little bitty chunks of ground and everybody's on you know 50 acres 100 acres 200 acres whatever it is and those birds are like educated yeah oh so I <laughs> 
I went from hunting Nebraska and Kansas, which are dumb turkeys. Yeah. You just hit in the blind, they'll walk by eventually. Yeah. And then I went and hunted Missouri. Fuck that. that is, <laughs> that's a lot of effort uh, for something oh, I could go buy at Safeway. For, yeah, <laughs> I right. was like, Jesus, these turkeys are smart. Where Kansas and Nebraska, like I'll set up by the cattle trough because the corn falls down. It's legal, right? They're going to walk over there and eat corn. Well, yeah, you can't do that shit back east. I mean, they're just smarter birds. It's um, like ducks, though, man. I just can't bring – like someone says, what what kind of duck is that? I don't know. You well, know uh, I, I don't I, fucking know. We're We're – at Broderick, the guy from Alabama, he's a duck guy. And is he a duck? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he. Remember we pulled yeah. in that stupid pond. He's naming them. Alex is like, "Oh, what kind of duck's that?" Alex is fucking around. He's like, "Oh, that's a three tail, yeah, like a pigeon toe, whatever shit, pigeon, <laughs> wood duck." I don't fucking know. And Alex is like, "I was just kidding, man. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't shoot my ducks, bro. Yeah, I can oh, just. Yeah. We invite ducks. We don't kill them. They're brains, dude. It's like if you can rub two pieces of wood together." on a turkey and it coaxes them in. Yeah. It just how how smart are they, you know? <laughs> I can't bring myself to do it. Two pieces of <laughs> some chalk. Yeah. Jeez, man. Oh Lord. They take that shit serious oh, though. So serious. Totally you know what's funny though? It's all about perspective. Like what what are you used to? We had a guy come out a couple of years ago, the very first turkey guy we ever had come out and he's telling us how smart these birds are and you can't do this and you can't do that. And these are the smartest animals and they see everything and um, anyway, it, you know, he's telling the landowner, this landowner's looking at me like, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> like, these birds are dumb. Yeah. Dude, Dude Broderick yeah. told me before I went to Africa, he's he shot a baboon. Yeah. And he's like, man, I, I got up to it and I grabbed its hands and I looked at its little fingerprints. And he's like, I'm done shooting these. He said, he said I ain't killing no more folks. I'm done killing folks. This is folks. Uh, and then I shot three. I mean, I was kind of went on a baboon like I was shooting them with the guns, everything. Like I went on a tan. I, I was just shooting baboons. Every time we see a baboon, I was like, "Stop! I'm shooting it." But then we caught a little baby one by hand. It was out in the middle of the desert. This guy starts bahaing through this deal, and we jump off the back. I didn't know what we were really gonna do. I was just kind of running because his son was the PH, so I was just kind of running with him because he said Alex help. He dove, grabbed it by its back legs, and I was like. I just shot them. Their canines are bigger than a cougar. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, God. So I was trying to get my phone out because I thought, this stupid bastard's fixing to get mauled. I'm going to get a lot of likes. He's yeah. like, no, they don't know how to bite you oh, know, because yeah. they're so little. Yeah. And we, we got it. They actually train them to uh, – apparently they ride fucking goats and sheep. <laughs> I swear to God. I hope that this isn't a fucking joke on me. The fucking guy told us this. They I'm train praying them. that this story is not true. No, it's, it's fucking true. I so will they be train Googling them. this. They, tra- they train them to ride like goats and sheep. We took them to the trainer's place, and then they warn the flock when there's predators. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, so a guy from the States bought a, is a PH up there, bought the neighboring property, and I guess he was there for like six months. And he come up to John and they were drinking. And he said, I haven't told anybody this, but I can't take it anymore. <laughs> he, said, he said, I was on the blacktop and these fucking sheep came under the fence. And he goes, I looked and there was a baboon riding one. And he said, it got to the fence. The sheep went under, the baboon went over and landed back on its back. And so the guy's like, you know, what do you think of that? And he goes, oh, no, no. Yeah, we, they train him to do that. And the guy's like, oh, fuck, thank God. <laughs> He's like, I thought, that was a, thought he was seeing shit. What all? You shot a giraffe and a well you shot all kinds of shit I didn't shot you? everything they had except for a fucking leopard man <laughs> damn it i was gonna shoot a cheetah 
but you can't bring cheetahs back. I didn't. I didn't want to kill something just to kill it. But I didn't shoot an eland. I uh, I could have shot a dick dick. I could have <laughs> shot twelve of them. I couldn't do it. It like kind of turned its head a little when it looked at They're me. They're cute, aren't oh, they? Man. We got two of them out there. Patrick went on a killing fest too. Yeah. He's got a couple. I don't know if it's a dick dick or what it. Those... Or a diker. Yeah. I shot a steam buck. It almost blew it in half, and I was done with the little stuff. We caught the baby baboon. <laughs> I was like, I can't shoot any more baby. It was funny because they're going to train the baboon themselves. So we put it in this bathroom. And we go middle of the day, take a nap, and the whole way home, it's like a new puppy, like, you know, we're going to do all this shit with this baby baboon, the old man and his son, like, yeah, we got a baby baboon, we're going to tame it, we're going to do all this shit with it. We go take a nap, two hours later, open that bathroom door, the fucking place is destroyed. <laughs> I can't even find a baboon. I look up, to, I, I look up, and he's pinned against the sheetrock up in the corner. Fuck the whole bathroom up. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, shit everywhere. So I left. Like, I'm not helping clean anything, <laughs> you know. So I leave. So the guy comes back. We eat lunch. We sit there for a second. He's like, man, baboons should be with other baboons. Fires <laughs> like, remorse. Like, fuck. <laughs> should have left it out there. <laughs> oh shit that's funny no dude it was it was interesting like you guys should go do it especially like your recurve they have everything set up for uh you know for blinds and water and shit it was experience man i literally i don't know if that's normal on a free range low fence hunt like that to shoot that many animals but like i genuinely shot everything on that list it was it was it was cool. It yeah, was an experience. I, I saw photos kept coming through. I was like, "Holy shit, man! He's going to town." Man, that giraffe was something. Yeah. Not to get the anti hunters rigged up. Most people listen to this deal's probably hunters, but the uh, well, Amy asked, you know, and I was like, "Well, they eat all that shit. It's not like it goes to so." <sighs> Without getting going on a tangent or whatever, but. I don't think Americans realize that those animals, they live off those animals. So they make money from the Americans that pay for the hunts and then they get to eat all that shit. The locals. So the locals, yeah. The guy, the outfitter doesn't. Um, he's he's uh, the wealthy guy. He has like 31 native employees that pull weeds and whatever. It's almost... I'd hate to use the word, but borderline. No, 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 I got yeah, you. I got good. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd like to haul, you know, long story short. <laughs> like, I mean, I'd like someone to mow my lawn for that money. <laughs> well, that's, uh... Long story short. No. So, uh, um, so what they do with that giraffe is they take it a little further up north. It took them like eight hours to break it down. Yeah. It was two ton. Is what, so it was it was a little over a thousand pounds of meat. Yeah, uh, it was like fourteen hundred pounds of meat deboned. Yeah, that's crazy. And uh, he, they take it up and they make bologna and stuff out of it, and then they distribute it to villages and natives and stuff. Yeah, no, the biltong. I'm, what's that? The biltong, like the jerky. Uh, I, yeah, I ate some of that, but I don't know what they do with that draft. They, they call it an old stink bull. I mean, I shot it because it killed it killed a younger bull a month before. Yeah. And it was guarding all the cows, so you all the younger the, bulls were on the, the outskirts. Neck, neck whip. Jesus, H. I didn't know when it, when a when a fucking giraffe's head hits the ground, it can't get up. It kills it. Oh, so yeah? they just got to neck whip them until their heads hit the ground. That's why when a giraffe lays down, it puts its head on itself. If it lays its head flat, all the fluids run to its head and it dies. Really? Did not know that. Did not know and that. And that's either. why. That's why when they say. That those old bulls kill those young bulls. I'm like, man, they just neck whipping. I didn't realize. Dude, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen those videos of giraffe fights? Oh, oh man, that's it's, 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 it's brutal. This yeah. thing was scarred up, dude. Oh, well, and it, it, putting things into perspective, 
We're getting going way down. Fucking at least, squirrel at hole least here. you didn't say giraffes were dangerous. Yeah. No, they're not fucking dangerous. <laughs> if you're a tree, they're dangerous. Yeah. If but you're a tree or you, a young male giraffe trying to get some fucking cutting. Yeah, but if yeah. you're just a person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if a giraffe neck whipped me. <laughs> It would fuck me up, but why wouldn't giraffe neck with me? You got a short neck. Yeah. But you know, something popped up on Facebook where the two the two dogs are they've been um tranquilized. They're, they cook them alive, right? I in Korea when I was there, they do it. Well, to an American, that's tragic. It's right? fucking tragic. But you look at a cow, all right, well, there's there's different religion. A cow is God. Yeah. All right. Well, we fuck up burger like crazy, right? But I was tra- like Amy's like, that's horrible. And I'm like, Dude, my wife, my wife is Indian. Yeah, and well, there you go. And she worships, she worships cattle <clears throat> in the form of ribeyes and cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so I love she that. doesn't eat dog. No, she doesn't. No, but, and that's the no. thing. If you're hey, raised with dogs, I don't care. no, fuck the Koreans, <laughs> dude. dude I'm, we're not eating dogs. It was fucking horrific, right? Oh. We're. Well, I was in uh, Camp House, right? And it's they're not that bad, Alex. Fair, I mean, yeah, honestly, the dogs, I'm bad. Yeah. Dude. I ate some. It, it, it was unique, but they cook it alive with hair on it, right? It. You know, and coming from an American, right? You see a, a a ribeye on the grill, you're like, oh, fucking dinner, grab a beer, right? Well, yeah. you still throw a fucking dog on the fly, right? It ain't the same thing. So, <laughs> yeah, like, but when you hear hear a healer screaming from the pot in the back room, it doesn't really get me fucking slobbering for dinner, man. Yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, a matter of perspective. That's like dog fighting. Dogs fighting. Yeah. You know, down south, that's huge. And and I was, yeah. I don't know how much shit this can We're talking about like Michael Vick, right? Yeah. And. Uh, Breaking this down to people that don't understand, if you're raised from birth, dog fighting is normal. Who's to tell who's you it's to tell not. not? Right? And and you take it. Okay, well, think we have people in cages beating the fuck out of each other. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. That's right. Amazing. I mean, oh look, his eyes broken. It's better fight. Nose is. What, what was that one dude got? It, uh, Rich Franklin Anderson Silva when his Rich nose Franklin, on the side of his face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anderson Silva's legs snapped in half. Oh, hey, man, okay, pay millions of dollars, for, but don't have two chickens fight. My, Fuck my, that, yeah. right? I, I cannot go through <laughs> Dan Henderson knocking out Bisping and then giving uh, him dude, one more just uh, jumping in the so, air. That was so beautiful. And he says, "Yeah, that last one was just to shut him up." Yeah, that was awesome. That's probably was, one of my favorite fights of I all time. I was there for that. And, yeah, dude, you lucky bastard. I want Henderson to come hunt. I want fucking Joe Rogan to come hunt, man. <laughs> I told. Even though Joe Rogan said fuck flatbills, <laughs> I'm not talking shit because I watched a video of him like kicking a fucking bag. I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I- I'll wear a fucking flatbill. I don't give a fuck. I'm not a U-tard, man. Oh, fuck. It, Rogan's funny. He makes me laugh. He, uh, I sent him a message about getting him and Dudley out to try to come out for the corn dude, hunt or whatever. Bring Henderson, too. I will. I'll get I mean, dude, dude, he'll come right now. Dude, Henderson, BJ Penn. I don't know if you guys like the Diaz brothers, but that's I, funny. I actually <laughs> that's like probably, those guys, That's man. probably my top. Yeah, I mean, those guys <laughs> have no filter. Dude. Yeah. What about that that guy last week? Did you guys watch the fights last week? No. Oh, he did a knee bar. He like made the guy do a, the splits, and he pulled his – oh, my God. You got to watch the highlights. Dude, it's was, Woodley won. I was at a fight. I was at one of Dan's pride fights one year, and – um who did he fight? It was Kevin Randleman. I believe he fought Shogun, and he had to do a piss test when he was done. Yeah. And it didn't come out as human urine. 
Would it come out? Huh? I have no idea. They said it was non-human urine. So I they mean, pissed how do you, how do you everybody afterwards, don't they? But yeah. now are they pissing you up to the point? That's the that's the. They give you before and after, but uh, but that one he didn't piss. Yeah, it was it was non-human. Juicing, man, really. Well, that, and, and most of those guys in pride when they were in Japan. Yeah, I don't think it was a big you? deal. Yeah, but over here it's different story. It so. broke my fucking heart when John Jones like the second time it just broke my heart. Oh, dude, but dude John Jones doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> dude, he's my. I like John Jones. He doesn't give a. Fuck. He's the, probably the baddest dude on the planet. I'll tell you what, though. Cormier, I love that guy. Heavyweight. Uh, he's always no. crying. He's a second place guy in my dude, mind. Dude, I love the guy. I really yeah. do. I love the guy. He, he, yeah, he cries when he wins, cries when he loses. And then he, he, he's just, even in college, he's just a second place guy. Nah, he's re- world, world champion heavyweight, man. Yeah. He, and he knocked out Steve Miochi. That guy's a stud. Yeah, no, yeah. He did. I mean, he's an absolute stud, and he put him to sleep. The and I mean, it wasn't a, yeah, it no, was. No, he earned that one. No, no, no. He's he. This was the first time he's a he's a true champion now. Oh, he's a absolutely. Dude, there's no question. He's not beating John Jones. I don't care how many more times they fight. No way. I'll tell you what. If they fought at heavyweight, it'd be different because that <laughs> guy. Damn. No, fuck. no, no. He cuts a lot. I mean, he, dude, he, he does. got power. He cuts. He cuts forty five pounds to get to two hundred five. I mean, Cormier, that'd be like I'm not me taking anything away from me. Be like me getting ass. to two hundred five. Yeah. God, that's be brutal. I should keep my mouth shut. I got fucking waiter at Chili's could whip. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny because we hang out with Luke and all those yeah. guys, the gladiators dudes, and, and Luke will usually break it down like we'll be shooting, and he he predicted Cormier to win, um, and he, he said why right ahead of time, but I think we're going to have Justin Gaethje come on, but like Luke, he fought, I don't know. Dude, 50, that, guy, that guy needs to learn to not get hit. He did a lot better his last fight. Well, he – so they, Luke – Without misspeaking or whatever, Luke just said it is ingrained in him oh, yeah. to just swing. He's like, the worst thing you'd ever want to do is fight a guy like that in the bar. You'd have to kill him. Yeah, because he just, and he feels no pain, and he just goes and goes and Dude, goes. I love, and, I love that kid. Yeah. Those I think, are the exciting <laughs> fights to watch, right? Well, that's what, when I said he makes good money, is, is it's, it's exciting. There's never a dull moment yeah. because he's swinging the entire time. Yeah. That's but, like Cowboy. I mean, Cowboy was always in a fight. Badass, that guy, man. I mean, he is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. I listen to him. I don't listen to very many podcasts, but I listen to him on Rogan. I heard it was awesome. No, yeah, I, no, he was like talking about smuggling drugs and from another country. And then Joe's like, like hypothetically, right? <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, hypothetically. <laughs> Man, I tell you, what, when you said, you know, we're just going to talk about whatever we're going to talk about today, you weren't kidding. I mean, we've gone from oh, geez. baby baboons riding sheep. Dude, I got but that's what makes this great, dude. We're you got, too you funny. Don't, you don't. We're too cool. You're not. There's no sellout here. You're so. You're. You, you're. You're completely honest. That's what's going. That's what you got going on for you. And you need to. You need to jump on that and and run with it. Well, it's it's it's. Uh, I mean, Frank and I like right. I had cryptic altitude, top and bottom, ASAT, or no, yeah, an ASAT fleece layer of merino from first sight. People are like, we had one photo where we matched the camo. People are like, what the fuck? And I was like, I just want to use what I want to use, right? Yeah. I'm running a Nikon range finder. We had a Leica spotter, a Swaro spotter, Zeiss SF binoculars. I had SLC. We just run the best, yeah. right? That's, we run what we want to run and it makes the, things- yeah, What works for you. Yeah, it-, it it makes thing my life a lot easier when I can run whatever I want to run, and and I'm not saying our podcast is better than anyone else's, but no. we don't take money right exactly. from anyone. And outdoorsmen, they sell backpacks. They just contacted me and they were like, "Hey, I don't know how you feel about this. Can we do a, a podcast on optics and and glassing and the tripods?" And I'm like, "Yeah, done deal." And they're like, "Well, what what do we have to pay you?" I'm like, "Dude, we don't 
We don't take money. I'm like, I'm probably going to ask you for some free product, but yeah, <laughs> we need to get Frankie tripod. Yeah, but tripod. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we, you know, we run whatever we want to run. And when you get money involved, and I'm not begrudging anyone for making a living because, you know, you need yeah, to absolutely. make money. Do what you got to do. Um, but for what we do, and Frank is worse than me. I mean, Frank gets free stuff all the time. And he's like, man, what I've been working is, is working or what I've been using is working. I don't want to switch. And I'm like, well. You don't have to switch for life. Just test it, man, and 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 he'll because you guys can give your honest opinion about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For for sure. And like, I just got a hold of Riza with Loophole because they got their new rangefinder. My Loophole rangefinder's twelve. I think it's when it first came out. And I said, hey, send me out a a rangefinder so I can give it the rundown. Um, you know, and see what it's like. And reason I get along great. And and I don't have any problem with Loophole Optics. They're a great company, and they're they're making improvements. They're 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 trying to get better and better, but the um it is hard to compare anything you can't compete with european glass right now what it is no. You're right not right now and and loophole from what i understand is is working on that but you also you, you know you also you can't compete in cost either i mean it, no. the prices so that's if yeah. you're looking at a cost comparative optic man loophole and i know bruce pettit you know yeah. I, met, I met him actually through dan henderson and yeah. uh man that's a great guy and i think he's running the show up there now yeah. and you know, he's he's a great, great guy. I have nothing bad to say about him, but it is difficult when you see people come out and say, this is the best. No. Yeah. Well, no, the best no. means the best. Now, if this is the best in your in your price point, price range, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. See, for cost effectiveness, loophole one, but what do you guys think? Have, have you used the Mavens very much? Yeah, a bunch. Oh, man. Yeah, for I the think, money, Mavens pretty Have, have you beat. tried them, dude? Nah, I just... No, nah. you need to try... Like, you need to look through them. Right. I mean, they're, I'm not, uh, they're not Swaros. They're not like us. There's so many of these Me Too optics companies that have popped up. You've got the the Maven guys that used to be Brunton, right? You've got the uh, the Tract guys that used to be Nikon, I believe. Tract used to be, I think, Zeiss. Aren't they the what company that was Zeiss? No, that was the Ger- uh, GPO, German yeah, Precision that's German Optics. Precision, yeah. And so I asked them, I was like, man, that's awesome. Where are they made? You know, thinking they're made in Germany yeah. and uh, they're made in Japan. <laughs> yeah, right. So, it, so it, it, there's a lot of me too, like the direct, the direct to consumer yeah. deal. You know, that's what these guys are doing and more power to them. But man, everybody comes out and everybody wants to claim that they're the best immediately and they don't have, there's no track record of it. And, you know, th- there needs to be some staying power. I mean, you know, Vortex came out and they put out, you know, a decent binocular and they have a, the best warranty in the business. The problem is you're going to use that warranty. Yeah. You know? Well, the one thing like with, that I like about Loophold, and I, I mean, I, I, I test all their optics, but the staying power, right? They're American made. They're in my home state. I hope, and I told Reza and Tim this, the moment you come out with something close or equal, I'll run Loophole the rest of my life because of how they are as a company. Absolutely. Because of who they are yeah, as a company. No, no, I agree with that. Um, they're just in, to me, and, and you can't say that I'm jumping on the bandwagon because I have every opportunity in the world to, to use whatever optic I want, but for them as a company- that's the company I would follow, right? Absolutely. And, and Maven's another one I do I like. like. Maven, but Maven and, and and the people at Maven are great people. Absolutely. Um, you know, Nikon. I love that rangefinder that they that they make. I run that rangefinder because I like it the best. But as far as just a company, Loophole is awesome. Where I didn't want to get wrapped up in, and I was very clear with Reese's. I I said, look, I'm going to run what I want to run. And if I choose to run your optic, I'm going to run your optic because it's the best, not because, or the best in my opinion. Right. 
not because of money, not because of anything else. And, and I, again, I, I'm without pissing off her husband. I, I love Risa to death, right? Like every, she is an awesome lady, but I can't say that I'm not going to run it over the Hubble, right? The 95 Swaro for me is on yeah. my back all the time. Right? Oh, I mean, the VTX is that new, with yeah. the 1.7 magnifier. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, and, and not to get off the subject of something we're just talking about, but there is no way that anyone with a subpar optic is going to hang with Frank and I on the side of a mountain glassing. glassing. I mean, when I picked out that wide buck, right, I picked out the main beam the last three inches from a mile away where it was bedded. Now, it had to move, right? I thought yeah. it was a branch. You ain't doing that shit with a cheap right. optic. It just fucking ain't happening. No. And, and when you – most people don't understand, and the guys we see on the side of the mountain grab the binos, handhold for 15, and that's it. 14 hours we're behind those optics, Absolutely. right? Exactly. I'm going from 10s to 15s to a 95 back, and I'm packing that shit in there. Yeah. I didn't fucking do it for my health. I packed it because those optics, I love glassing off 15s. You're not going to see what we can see with a lesser optic. You're and, just not. And you're not, at the end of the day, your eyes, you don't have a headache, you know? It's yeah. easier yeah. on your eyes. I will say for the money, for the money, as a cost-effective optic, Leupold or Maven would be my two favorite. Yeah, I, I would agree. Okay. And I mean, the same thing with testing. And now we have at the house, you did you shit if you came to the house. We have everything from Leica, Zeiss, Swaro, Maven, Nikon, Vortex. Neopta. No. Do you have any Neopta stuff? I used you know, to, I, I really did like my uh-huh. Neopta spotter. So here's or the th- my binos too. Yeah. I ha- The only reason why I don't mess with Neopta, um, well, I say the only reason. The Meopt is the Cabela's Euro brand. Yes. Right? The same yep, shit. Yep. You could fucking defend your life with those optics. They're yes. heavy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Heavy. they are. They are. But yeah. that's the only reason why. Is Built I, like a tank. Well, and I tell people all the time, it's basically, this is not statistics, what... It's an old SLC is what it reminds me uh, of. Me the, too. The first yeah, it's, almost the, it's built the exact same way. They they do good. They do actually very well, low light. I was happy with it. Oh, I love them. I, I, run, just, I run those with my 10x42s. Yeah. When I, but when I got the Swaro, I was happier. Yeah. Kid Cow is a great brand. Now, that's a, Cow is a brand we don't mess around with. Well, we have everything Sig makes, everything uh, Steiner, not everything, but pretty much everything Steiner makes at the house. So- when people come to me and say, oh, I just use this by far as good as, and I'm like, look, motherfucker, we got eight tripods, eight, all eight optics at one time on the back porch, glass and elk, you know, elk where we live, glass and everything. We do all kinds of tests. A lot of guys, it, a lot of guys say this is the best product I've ever used. And the reality is it's the only product they've ever used. If you took everything and you start, the sun goes down. Um, right now at 710, right? Sun goes down. So roughly at 640, right? That's when your money on your optics is paying off. Okay, well, here's the thing. If you have all these tripods set up and and it's like chess pieces, and the moment you you lose the light-gathering ability of that optic, you flip over that, 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 that specific tripod with that optic on it, right? Not that we do this, but they get thrown out, right? And it's timed. Amy will time it. And when we we will basically, you guys haven't been in my house, but up on the hillside, we have a sign up there that we use for testing. The moment we can't read that sign from light gathering, that goes out, okay? Well, you can tell from the amount of money and what it is, 
the dollar amount from right to left, the optic coming off the line first is uh, the yeah. cheapest. The optic that's left over is the most expensive. There's no fucking way yeah, around no it. Doubt, yeah. And and what it is, it, it may be a matter of 15 minutes. It may be five. So is that five minutes worth a thousand bucks? All right. Is that extra five minutes? Well, when you're on Tiburon Island and the client paid 95,000 fucking dollars for a sheep tag, yep. it's worth that amount of Absolutely. money. Or in the case of like that, that buck that I just shot and the one I went after, the wide buck, that was over a mile away where glassing, okay? The, most of the time, and, and I mean multiple hunters on the side of the mountain prove that, you are not finding that deer with subpar optics. No. You're just not. And so people will be like, I don't need that optic. I kill stuff with – well, yeah, fuck, Indians did it. They didn't have shit. They didn't have pants, yeah. right? Native Americans. <laughs> I mean, yeah. of course you can kill shit, but um, when you – you know, when you – 12 days on a backpack hunt and, and animals are getting blown out and you're looking to try to find one animal. There's only two animals we found on the mountain. We killed yeah. one of them. You need good optics. You're giving yourself the opportunity to do something you wouldn't if you're just strolling around. Yeah. No and it bands. saves you from walking a lot, yeah. which I'm all for. Well, we do. We have to. <laughs> oh, yeah. So maybe I'm selfish in saying that we have these these optic, the high dollar optics, but we have to. Like we're people rely on us. Yeah. I have to put myself in a predicament where I have the best gear. I can't imagine what for my me. I can't imagine what my hunters thought when I was you know nineteen twenty yeah, years right. old and they rolled in. And I had a pair. I actually did have a pair of those old Swarovski with the thumb hole underneath yeah. it that were my dad's, you know. And then I had a Bushnell Spacemaster spotting scope. Really? Yeah, it was awful. We did good though. Yeah, but there used to be big deer out there everywhere. There still is. Now we just got to work harder. Did you want to see something crazy? You don't have to have it is, is a thing. It's just to be... Um, it's actually changed it, me. Look, how, how long we've been doing that. Dude, I think you're a lot better looking as an older man. Oh, I agree. <laughs> look at this guy. I, I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> it doesn't oh, even look I, like If you. I had a nickel for every time people say, you know, like George shit. Clooney. What's the inside on that buck? Like 35. Yeah, he's a giant. And that's, that's, that's. Is uh, that in my, my country? Yeah, it's your, it that's is, That's your man. country, man. That's it how looks... long I've been hunting you. I've been hunting your country <laughs> since <laughs> about since the time you got born. born. I know. And I'm oh, only 44. Dang. Yeah, believe it or not, that buck up high is. Really? I'll show you a picture. The uh, that right there is a stud. But but an analogy: if you're a if you're a doctor, right? You have the best equipment money can buy because you're saving lives. Okay. Well, if you're like your guy's profession, you're going to have the best equipment that money can buy. Absolutely. You you know, for what you do, and in the case like Frank and I don't have to pay for any of this stuff anymore. So that whatever. But you know, because we're testing it. But the thing is, is I don't see. I don't begrudge people for spending that much money on optics, and I don't begrudge people for not spending the money on optics. It's just don't lie. Yeah, exactly. You know what's don't funny, guide. You know, typically if you guide an outfit, you get these guide and outfitter discounts, right? Like, like people give you a forty, fifty, yeah, because you well, whatever it may be, and you get you get a discount. And guides and outfitters typically don't make a bunch of money, you know. And uh, it's funny. No, it's that, not what you think. For no, sure. it's, it's funny to me that. Uh, that now you get guys that are social media that have never really killed anything, and they'll go get the discounts as well. And uh, oh wow, I, I had him at forty-eight yards. You want to talk about the compound traditional bow crisis? The one Ugh. I killed is probably six years old and twenty-four inches wide. That thing's was at forty-eight. You know he'll probably only score one eighty, 
because he but let me give you a different angle of that yeah, buck. That's a big deer. He just doesn't he doesn't have much uh, on tine lengths, but the mass he's palmated. It it's a it's a weird deer, and I'm hoping he makes it to next year yeah, and I one of us kills him. Um but yeah, I mean, even like this this buck, for example, yeah. a guy hit him uh that I ran into on the mountain the first day, so we stayed on him. And uh I spotted that buck I think on the fourth day. Um and I spot him on a patch uh, about 1,400 yards away of that, of yeah. brown. Well, yeah. It could have been a doe, yeah. right? I don't fucking know. But I found a deer, and it ended up being him. You just can't do that with cheaper, no. you know, cheaper optics. No, you, just, you can't. The uh, Yeah, but it's a pretty – but, dude, I had him at 48 yards when I killed my buck two days ago. And, I mean, Frank's like – He's looking at me. I mean, Frank was praying that I was close. And it looked like I was 60 from the one I killed. And right. I'm, I'm ranging back and forth. And I'm like, I'm on a 45-degree slope. I'm like, can I make this shot? And I didn't want to wound him, you know. Right. And uh, and I ended up shooting the other buck. And I still had trouble with uh, with that. Here, uh, don't mention that out loud there. No. But, um, yeah, that buck was – that was one of the only ones you said you even – you were like, yeah, that's the only buck that actually excited me, that wide one. Let me see. Ooh, heavy, heavy, heavy. I love wide yeah, and heavy. Yeah, no, no. Look mass towards the is back. what does it for me. Look, see, yeah. that's the only deer. Look, mass, mass trumps all, no matter look, what animal it is. Look towards the back of that animal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But – Sure enough. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, the same thing can be said for backpacks, right? Do you need an $800 backpack? If you yep. backpack, Hey, man, listen. <laughs> we're talking about the best, and I'm not jumping on bag wagons here. I've had every pack. Like, the Kafara really puts it on my hips. Like, yeah. my legs might burn when I'm hiking out of something, but my neck and my shoulders don't. I yeah. truly believe uh, that. Did you ever see that deal with the Stone Glacier guys where they had the little guy in the back of the pack? And then, like, you must have saw it because three days later, you had, like, a 300-pounder in the back well, of your what, pack. <laughs> what it was was one-shot one gear used to sell our packs, yeah. and then we broke off that relationship, and immediately Stone Glacier became the best. Yeah. Now, the one guy that was talking about during our experience has never fucking hunted. So I hope you're listening, <laughs> Slick Rick, and you can come up and talk to me. Never <laughs> hunted in his entire life. Not one fucking animal has been in his pack, ever. And he's saying it's the best. Like, yeah. you probably can see I'm turning red, right? That's, yeah. that's exactly what and, I'm talking about with all these companies. Well, Everything's the best and, and the greatest. And, and, and I get along with Stone Glacier, right? Spazito's yeah. awesome. We, we, if a guy doesn't want our pack, we'll send that's him over to him. That's yeah. the next best. Yeah, I don't. And, and in some people's opinion, the Stone Glacier, this is not against Stone Glacier. But my thing, if you're going to tell people and you've never killed, never seen a fucking bullet touch skin, not a broadhead. During our testing, we have found this is the best. How the fuck do you know, right? Yeah, like, exactly. I, I, I'm getting mad. No, 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 no. But you the have thing every is, right don't be. don't lie. If a guy wants to choose a Kafaro over a Stone Glacier, Stone Glacier or Kafaro, that's their opinion. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I mean, pick what you want, but don't get on there and say this is because we broke off our. So anyway, they had this little featherweight kid weighed 130 pounds, silk, silken wet packing him around like it's a big deal i put fat mike on there that motherfucker weighs 300 and some pounds on our frame and carried him around yeah. to be a smart ass is what he's talking about and how much does he weigh i mean this oh, is so bad three, he's so big dude he's like i think he was 330 when i put him in the pack and Snyder was just carrying him around well the, i don't the think thing i've ever people seen people understand when i packed my moose out i had two rear quarters the head and the cape that's 300 something pounds. i just want to say, <laughs> I, I want to say one thing real quick uh franklin if you're listening 
Sorry, couldn't help you pack your moose out this morning. I do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Was it Scott? Oh yeah. Oh, dude, he was moose yesterday. And he's sending out these mass texts. Can anybody come help me pack out a bull elk and a bull moose? And he told me where it was. I was like, He's such a killer. Oh, so dude, so he Scott Franklin was like one. I think is that Aaron? Was that Nielsen's first guide? Yeah. He, he I'm. He, where I'm animal. from. The unit he he it was his unit is very broke up country. There's not mass like the ranches I have. There isn't that over there. And Franklin every single year for what twenty years? Oh, dude, would wreck two hundred inch deer. And then the last one, Drummond got really good pictures of it. What did that would that buck go? Two twenty four. Yeah, it made the and cover. Looks, of, yeah, of bunch crazy. Of, dude, Verasco made the cover. Of Eastman's. Yeah. What a stud. Oh, yeah. That's that's stud. I want to be Verasco, but I don't want to look like Verasco. <laughs> like, I'm ugly as hell, but, dude, Verasco, like, beats me in that dude, category. I'm going to tell you something. That guy's such a stud. He's he, such a good he is, guy. He's one of the best human. I think he's a handsome guy. I don't, I don't no, know. No, I, I'll tell him. I, I told him his face. I tell all the people he has called me. I said, yeah, what an ugly bastard. Dark man. <laughs> you know what's funny about Verasco? <laughs> dude, he's like, he's like five foot nine. Um, and I don't know what he weighs, but it, he's pudgy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That guy, you do not want to follow him he anywhere. Up a storm. Oh yeah, I'm that sure guy he can gets hike. Down. He he and and he is always finding. And he's most he's finding giant stuff, killing big stuff, giants. And he's one of the most fun guys to spend time with. Do you know who I'm talking about? Dave Roscoe? Just, 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 I, I, I knew his name. He's brought him up several oh, times. Dude, I don't he, think I've ever met I, him. I've, I've worked with him a little bit. He runs one of the great, I think one of the greatest companies in the West. You need to call. You he, ought to have him do your apps all across the West. Yeah, listen. He does an app service. It's very personable. He gets it done. Every, all of his clients are are getting the best out of yeah, Roscoe. Yeah, they're unbelievable tags. They're, it's, not, it's not a big company that you're just a number. Yeah. He personally says- Yeah, they don't, they don't pick out a unit and then put all their guys in for that. You, like he, he, he'll literally, he'll, he'll do a, uh, like a consultation with you and he, what, what are your goals? What do you want to do? Short-term, long-term? You should call him. Man, I'm he, telling he, he's, you. He's a, and he is a- Well, while we're talking about that, let's- Another subject. What do you guys think of the Eastman's- MRS, hunting fool, all that kind of stuff, kind of fucking up areas for public land hunters. It's definitely affected it. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's no question. It's I mean, affected there's it. no way to look around that. It's affected it. There, you know, I used to be Western hunter. I think does it now too. Yeah, yeah. I used to be upset about it, yeah. honestly. But you know, anymore, it's one of those things where it's out there. So you just have to be ahead of the curve. You can't yeah. take it back and, now. And, yeah, yeah. And it probably helps that we're so spoiled on private. Land, well, and but, it's not just those guys anymore. Yeah, you know, it's it used to be. It used to be go hunt. Well, they one. had well. Think about this. They used to have their magazines and they'd put it out in the magazine. It'd come out. And then we got the internet and then we got social media and smartphones. And you could send the ease at which information is obtained these days is ridiculous and it's free. Yeah. So it's, it's evolved. It was going to get there anyway. Yeah. So we're there. Um, the, the key is just staying ahead of the curve. You know, where, where can I go? We're not where people overlook. And, and I, Man, I've made a living finding big deer in units that people over – they drive – I'll tell you what. I have a young lady that I helped out um, through Hunting Fool. Robert yeah. Hanneman, you know, had her call me. Robert's and, the man, by oh, the way. Oh, he is yeah. an absolute stud. Love one you, of the, Robert. No homo. One of, the, one, of the, <laughs> yeah, one of the greatest guys I've ever been around and one of the most knowledgeable individuals I've ever been around with. He's a stud. So he had this young lady call me, and, and I had her put in for a unit this year, and I went up and showed her around a little bit. And she just uh, – I mean, I went up opening day archery season. And uh, 
she came up and I was showing her pictures and videos and she's like, I cannot believe that there's animals like this here. Yeah. You know, because I always felt like I needed to go way back, way back. And it just blew her mind, you know? So you have to just be ahead of the curve. And no, you do. And Frank and I talked about that because the amount of pressure. Now, where Frank was, he didn't have any, but where I was, seven hunters, nine miles in. I mean, that's. I mean, that's. Dude, what about these roundy folks? Did you see? Did you see the Nicole girl? Oh, Oh, yeah. 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 No, Travis Roundy and his family. Oh, Travis is. These people are hunting public land? Oh, yeah, Colorado, know. yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, yeah, those guys. She just shot another giant. Dude, yeah, I don't know if it's, picture. she said it was 207. I don't know if it's 207, but it, it is, it is oh, a dude, giant. Oh, it's a freak. Well, you, you think about it, Robbie Denning says it best, like he gives me shit like you do about trophy hunting, yeah. right? But he's like, if you want to donate to be a trophy hunter for a deer or elk, you've got to kind of shit can all the other animals and focus on... If you're going to kill that big a deer, yeah. Kip Fowler's another good a good example. But and and I'm going to say maybe not so much with the recurve because it does limit a bit. But oh, yeah. you know, even with the recurve, you can do it. But if I took because I can take 30 days off and I was back there, I could kill that wide buck easily in 30. I say easily, I kill that wide buck in 30 days. You get it done. Yeah, and 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 mostly because I'm hard headed enough and I have the knowledge and physical stamina and every, I can stay in the field that long. Um, you know, that's just one example. The wide buck, he's 180, 190 and a 30, I don't know how wide do you think that was? 32, 34? Yeah, easy. Yeah. And heavy. He's heavy. That's all that matters. He's crazy heavy. But you, you take that buck, you need to be prepared to go home with no deer. Absolutely. Or that buck. Oh yeah. And I suck at that, which you've seen. I, I, I'm not very good at going home without an animal, but you can do it, but you've got to donate that much time. Well, then you look at it, um, Without pissing anyone off, most people, you can, hunting is the only thing that I can think of that you can buy success. Absolutely. Because they're you two assholes, right? Yeah. You're yeah. going to get someone, an animal, Clay Lancaster, Brian Martin, Clay, uh, whoever. You, you can buy gear. You can look like you know what you're doing. You can buy people like you and t- landowner tags, and you're going to get someone a deer because you guys know what you're doing. You ain't fucking buying three-pointers, right? There's no touchdowns going to be bought. Well... That's where the public land thing, when you see guys, Tony Trich or whatever, I don't know if you've ever seen him, yeah. that motherfucker is killing toads. Yeah. Yeah. Public land, every coming from Michigan, right? Yeah. Yeah. He ain't fucking no mule deer in Elk in Michigan. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's coming out here out west killing big deer, but he takes four months off. He said, and he, he's, he's, he's structured his life around that. You do that on public land, and I've talked to guys, I'm like, if you kill like a 160-inch four-point and a, a 280 bull on public land every year with a job— like a normal job, yeah, that's, you're doing pretty fucking dude, good. Absolutely. Look at, uh, look at uh, Justin Davis. He has yeah. a full time yeah. job, and he kills big shit with a bow on public land in Colorado. Do you know who? Dude, a lot of the, the, the most of the guys that I know that killed giant shit on public ground don't really advertise it. No, yeah. Dude, and there's a reason for it. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, you're yeah. friends with like Krog. Like that is like a mule deer legend. Dude, that guy that is. That guy is it. He, he's, you were telling me to get him on the podcast. You need, so, dude. dude, you don't even know. That guy is so knowledgeable. He, he could, he could, we could go to Lakewood and, one, and Lakewood, one, Lakewood yeah. downtown Lakewood, <laughs> and he'll come out of there with a 200 inch deer. Dude, no, I mean, we, we've done that. Like I met him up here in Colorado. <laughs> Listen to this first time I ever dude, met him. In Lakewood, now we're getting out of hand. Dude. I'm just saying, like <laughs> we, we met a unit we'd never been to, and he says, hey man, pick me up. You've got a truck. And I was like, oh, SUV, yeah, I'll pick you up. 
And uh, he's like, all right, I'll be, I'll be at the city park in this one particular city. I was like, all right. So I roll in there and he's like, I'm in a blue Ford Escort. <laughs> and so I get there and there's a blue Ford Escort and it's got the, the trunks up, you know, and I get out and I'm like, Greg, Greg. And I'm looking around, I don't see him. I was like, Greg, and there's family, like you understand there's families picnicking in this park and there's a stream that goes through a little walking bridge. And I'm like, Greg, where are you at? And he's like, down here. And I walk down there and he's like washing his socks and his underwear like a homeless man <laughs> in the stream, you know? And I'm like brushing his teeth, you know? Uh, he, and I'm like, what are you doing, man? He's like, oh, just cleaning up. I'm like, God almighty, is that, you know, I hope that soap's not going to kill anything. <laughs> yeah, you know? So we go back and, and he's just, it, it's some of the most miserable stuff. Like, I, cause I kept asking him, like, what do we need to get for dinner? I got a cooler. No, I got it. I got it. And all he had with him was his pack. And he had this little bag that he shoved his, his wet socks and his, and his toothbrush, you know, he's done brushing his teeth, you know, we get to the top of the mountain. I'm like, Krog, man, I'm hoping you got dinner in that pack. He's like, no, nope, got it right here. And he pulls out that bag. He'd been sitting on a loaf of Wonder Bread. So his ass print was in this Wonder Bread <laughs> and he had a jar of Goober grape. He's like, we're good for two days, man. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Good Lord. He's a riot, but man, that guy shoots. It's the, well, and it's no different. You you get up and you glass. He's a wizard behind. He's the best I've ever seen. Bind he, optics. He see, yeah, he's yeah. seen stuff. He sees stuff that you just the human shouldn't be shouldn't able, to, be able see. to see. Yeah, and he's smart. He knows where to go and what to do. And he's just yeah. You should get him on here because we've we had a hunt one year where it's just this is the type of podcast where I think we could tell the whole story. You know what I mean? Because there's yeah. you know I mean there was some. That was some uh, just my m- most embarrassing moment in my life. <laughs> no, you don't understand. Like he, he broke his phone, and I had to go to the Verizon store and get him a new phone. Oh, I and, remember this. Oh my God, dude! And it's I'm in St. George, Utah, yeah. on a Saturday afternoon at like 3 p.m. It, the place is packed, and um, the ladies over there. You know, he told me he's like, "Get a BlackBerry. I don't want an iPhone. Just get me a BlackBerry." So I rolled in there and and bought him the iPhone because I knew he needed it. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> She's sitting there and she's tapping the phone. She's like, well, I think we've got everything set up. And she went, to, this was back when you would just swipe if you got a text message yeah. and it would play the video. You didn't have the play button on it. Yeah. And so she swipes and as she swiped, this text message came through because she just turned the phone on. Yeah. And some guy had sent him a, a video of this Asian chick on her knees, junk punching this guy like S&M, like, <laughs> like bondage, hardcore stuff. And this lady turns her head and she's like, oh God, she points the phone at me and everybody behind me. <laughs> And I felt like I felt like everyone. This is not my phone. Dude, right? I was Austin Powers. It's not my bag, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it was. A, and I turned around, and there's this beautiful lady. She's got she, she's you know she's got her hand over her two girls' eyes, but her two boys. She didn't have four hands to cover yeah. their eyes, you know. And they're looking up like, what did I just see? And they're probably ten and twelve. You know, they're ruined. And I'm just like, oh man, it was awful. It, that's the kind of stuff. And I mean, it went start to finish from his chap lips to that to kill deer you know a big old jack Brittingham killed a big old giant 205 inch but yeah. it was just probably the greatest hunt i've ever been on and it's just so funny if you heard the whole story and at all. there's another guy you should have on what's that guy that uh, tanner did a sheep hunt with him you know him he shot a giant right by my cousin's cabin we talked about up du- in eagle county oh yeah, yeah on yeah. the other side what's his name yeah duplan duplan yeah oh mike duplan yeah, yeah. i don't think mike likes me oh really uh, he's he not like me he's know. never he's never said a negative thing about you to me he, um, he's, he's uh, another knowledgeable person to have on he's extremely knowledgeable he's yeah. good photographer too oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i'll tell you what that guy you know i remember when i was writing articles for trophy hunter back in the 90s yeah um he Mike, just shot it was his own, by the way. It was always, yeah, a big one. Yeah. yeah beautiful rim. Yeah. But Mike Duplan would always have the cover photos, man. I mean, yeah. that guy's photography is. Yeah, he's good. And I'll tell you yeah. what, that deer, that deer, that giant that he killed. 
Oh, have you seen I, it, Snyder? Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's you unreal. Ever, have you ever held it? I haven't mm-hmm. held it. That's it'll it absolutely will blow your mind. It's in my opinion one of the mo- one of the one of the top twenty bucks ever killed. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, it's, I it's saw that it on big. the hoof, dude. Yeah, on the hoof. Yeah, big buck. Oh my yeah. goodness! No, he's, he he shot it in a. That's that's a good point. He shot it in a hey, unit. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I know. Okay. He shot, dude. That's like my <laughs> I'm spot. Just, I'm just he saying. shot it in a unit that is produces big deer, but not a lot of big deer. Right. A lot of easy access. A lot of hunters, yep. and that's the type of person that can go in there, glass, and come out with one of the most amazing bucks I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. yeah. Back no, when he, back when he did that, I think it was left over. Who the fuck are you talking to? You think I'm going to be hand dropping on. units? Here's, me? God, here's something enough. funny with Duplan. Basically what happened just cause I don't give a fuck. Um, I started rock slide with David Long, yeah. my buddy Ryan. We, um, yeah, Avery, man. He's real easy to get a hold of. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. How's, our, how's the website, Avery? <laughs> <laughs> he, Avery's funny, but no, he's we, cool. we bought David out, and David and Mike were planning on starting a website. Didn't tell us, right. and, uh, and it pissed me off. Right. It bombed. I mean, and they were like, you're sabotaging us. I'm like, yeah, you're fucking right I am. I was like, <laughs> so. Business. Yeah, it's business. And and and, and I think they had out, altitude. Altitude Outdoors Altitude, yeah. or, or something, and they tried to do, and, and Rock Slide, obviously, he's still going strong, yeah. probably the largest hunting website around, and, and Altitude Outdoor. I, I, know. I wouldn't know yeah. Um, yeah. how Rock Slide is <laughs> yeah. anymore. I got, oh, you got booted? Yeah, I got booted from they there. They booted you? Yeah, That's yeah. pretty funny, because if you know okay, Ryan, you and Ryan could be twins, same mannerisms, everything. Yeah. I mean, identical. That's Dude. a nice compliment to R- Ryan. Yeah, I, it is. R- <laughs> yeah, I think it, that is actually true, Drummond. A- Avery is... The man, like no, I, cool. I, I kill I ten fucking people to keep that dude safe. He's I'll, a good guy. A cool I'll just dude. tell you right now, I don't have any hard feelings. They've been invited. And I, I've talked to Robbie. He's a knowledgeable, great guy. Yeah. I, uh, Travis Bertrand, you know who yeah. that is? Yeah. I I helped him out on. Uh, I just gave him some info. I didn't really help him. I just gave him some info. Man, he came in and killed a big deer in the unit. And uh, man, there's a bunch of great guys over I, there. But he asked me about that unit. I'm like, dude, I, I'm yeah. I don't go in there. I yeah. say. One of the reasons I don't go in there is there's two dudes from Eastman's that hunt that. Yeah. And I try not to. You know, if yeah. if I got my spot, yeah. you know, I don't want to shit anybody's Wheaties. And, and so I stay out of there. But yeah. he asked me, I'm like, dude, all I know is there's big deer there, but yeah. I don't know. He yeah. Killed yeah. yeah, he killed a good one with bow. Yeah. You know, one of your clients, one of your antelope clients, Joel, he just killed a really beautiful meal there. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems like there's more to that story. Uh, no, no, just no. it was a great bug. Yeah, Joel's deer. a great, great guy. Yeah. And he's the kind of guy, he'll he'll give you the teaser shots, you know, on social media. And we just started doing I dick know, pics. I know. I'm doing dick pics so all year long. <laughs> dick pics. I'm even putting oh, our little badge on I, there. I had a guy send me a message. He's like, show some respect for the animal. And I'm like, hey. I said, dude, this is an inside joke for people posting teasers to get more yeah. likes. I said, so Frank started doing the dick pics. So I said, so I had to join him. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this about Joel. Joel lives in Indiana, mm-hmm. and that guy is addicted to hunting the West. West man. Yep. And and like and, everybody, yeah. And he, but he puts in his time, and and you know he's killed. That's I think that's his best mule deer. He killed another big mule deer out on the plains a few years ago. I helped him out on that. I had nothing to do with this one. I mean, this is all Joel. Um, he killed he a came, great killed goat a, with you, man. Killed a, just a phenomenal antelope with me a few years ago with his son. That was one of the most fun hunts I've ever had. It was a father and a son. Joel brought his five-year-old son, Bentley, out. Bentley? And, yeah, Bentley. And <laughs> I'll never <laughs> Was his daughter named Portia? It's a stripper. Oh, God. No, no. 
Uh, no, but he uh, he comes out. I'll never forget when he shot his goat. Bentley started crying. He goes, Daddy, you didn't tell me you're going to shoot. I didn't plug my ears. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, shit. That's, That's funny. funny. Yeah. No, I think uh, uh, we talked about a million different things, but the uh, I think though, do I'd like to get Duplan on. I don't have any animosity. We've talked several times or whatever. Duplan and Tanner are pretty good. Well, obviously Duplan and Drummond, but Duplan and Tanner, same way. And Tanner would let you know. Yeah. Tanner's like, dude, he is like a solid. Tanner's dad, do you know Tanner's dad, Ed? No, I've only heard about him. Uh, probably one of the most solid dudes you've ever met no, in your life. Ever. Yeah. Which is yeah. why Tanner's that's the way why, he is. That's yeah. why yeah. when I met Tanner, I thought that's why you were the way you are. Yeah. You, your dad paved that road. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard, I mean, Tanner's a good, he's just a good hunter all the way around. Oh, I yeah. Mean, the, the thing, when you see guys that are constantly putting animals on the ground, right? Yeah. Whether it be a gun or recurve, it, it ain't overly easy, right? I mean, anyway, and even if it's taking a buddy out or whatever, it, I'm going to get myself in trouble here, but I don't give a fuck. Why would you not listen to them for advice compared to a social media celebrity that's only put a grouse on Dude, the ground? Yeah. Go, somebody, can somebody pull it up right now? See how many likes, see how many followers Greg Krogh has? You, not enough. I'm, I'm going to make a point not right enough. now. Not enough. Look I'm, it up, dude. It's with a K, isn't it? Yeah, R O G H. Yep. He deserves. What was that? What was that little rat face bastard's got name four, with the ponytail? <laughs> four, Eric uh, Chesser. Yeah. That, see, now we're starting to speak so he's English got 14, about that. 14,800 followers. Oh, really? I didn't 14, think. 8. I, I, I didn't even think he had that many. How do you spell that? C H E S S E R. All right. He might have you blocked already. He probably is this does. shit streaming? Hey, no, he's got ninety thousand. I'm that's, friends with that's exactly. Yeah, no, got, and it's fireball season. Like every year about this time, <laughs> we got to see pictures. Season. And again, Greg Krogh could show bulls the size of fire that fireball year, week in, week out for one year. Well, dude, I I'm without getting myself in trouble. This is something I'm a big stickler on because if. And Eastman's and I've talked about this. If you want to hop on here and listen to me, right? One, you want to laugh because I'm funny. Two, it's gear, right? Yeah, that's my thing. I don't give advice on, yeah. on on on. St- we'll talk about stalking mule deer and stuff, but we don't give a lot of that type of advice because there's guys like you that are they're better at it. We stay in our wheelhouses. Greg Poole would say, "Know your role." My thing. I don't have any problem with these guys having the following they do, right? If right. they're motivational. Don't fucking listen to him for hunting advice. No, no. stop. Yeah, yeah. Because that's like that's like listening that to can, Adam and Dr. Drew for yeah. like yeah. medical <laughs> advice. But that can go both ways. When I was up hunting up above Timberline, we're on our way back during that muzzleloader yeah. season. You guys were up there, I think, archery hunting. And I get back to camp and there's two guys in with old man Caprera, the horse jockey yeah. that I mountain lion hunt with. There's two strangers in camp with this bull elk. One of them has a shaved head. I just had my thoughts of who these people are. <laughs> like, get out of my fucking camp. Yeah. But turns out there are two guys from, from Missouri. One of them hit, hit you up. These guys listen to this podcast, decide to go, look at some fucking Google Earth, going to go on a backcountry hunt. We we go in on mules, which is amazing. But yeah. we go in, what, eight, nine miles? Yeah, yeah. These dudes parked like two miles from us and walked in, walked past where we were hunting, down into this <laughs> – with the, this park, yeah, up the other side, bull bugles shoots it with his muzzleloader. They're on their second trip. We get back at like eleven at night. The guy's feet looked like they were fucking <laughs> mutated, dude. I 
he looked at me and I said, where did you shoot? He told me. And I said, where are you parked? And he told me. And I said, why, why did you do that? He said, well, I was listening to this Kafaru or the Gritty Bowman at that yeah. time. And he goes, I got all this gear and shit. And so that could go both ways. This son of a bitch, if it wasn't for us getting that stuff on mules, man, I don't think they would have got out of there. <laughs> Yeah. And well, they got themselves in trouble, man. I yeah. promise you. Hey, oh, yeah. Uh, Franklin would probably pay a pretty good amount of money to go get that mixed yeah, <laughs> Well, that, and that's the thing. It's 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 motivational to get people out. And obviously, there's a limit to Dude, motivation. Dude, the guy bought a, 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 a muzzleloader tag. It was on the leftover list. He's going to do it again. Uh, well, uh, Which the, is great, man. We're, I think it's awesome. Backcountry. We're just on this mule deer hunt. A guy that works right down the road comes over to my camp. I'm laying on a rock recuperating, right? And he's yeah. like, hey. I mean, he's a little me, right? He's yeah. same pack, same got the watch, got everything. Dude, that guy was too. And, he, he couldn't afford a kafaru pack. Yeah. <laughs> so he had, he had what you would suggest next was the, was the most uh, loud blue pack I've ever it, seen. I told him. I remember he got a hold of me. I go and told him to get a Dana design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a uh, terraplane. Yep. And uh, cause you get them 200 bucks on yeah, eBay. Yeah. Nice. Pack. But the the thing is, is Clay Lancaster is a good example. I think he's on 300 sheep, right? Oh, yeah. Guided. Oh, 50 of them over 40 inches. Relatively unknown to the to the hunting world in the sense of social media, right? From yeah. the hardcore hunters, everybody knows Clay. Absolutely. But I learned more from Clay about sheep. He catapulted me in yeah. front of everyone about sheep in one season. But if you compare him to social media, if, if Clay got on and posted something and it wasn't on a sheep forum, people would just think he's a joke. He doesn't look like a physically opposing figure, right? He's short and fat. Yeah. Motherfucker can hike his ass he's off. He's one of the most knowledgeable people in the world on sheep. And, on, and, and goats and, and moose. I oh, mean, yeah. the guy, they shoot 70 plus inch moose all year. And so that my, my point is, is I'm not saying anything wrong with an outdoor alley or an Eric Chesser. These guys have huge social media followings. If that gets you out outdoors, great. Just don't listen to the advice they give you. That you're spot on. And the, pro the problem is it's become a popularity contest. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so the guy that can get most of these guys pimping their business, you know, they'll book with. So, so you might have a guy that doesn't have a clue. Yeah. And he goes to social media, and they're like, "Oh, you need to book with this guy." And he goes and passes up booking with a guy like Krogh, and he just completely screwed himself. Oh you, man. You know, I mean, it just it's unbelievable. No, and, and again, there's just a lot of bad advice out there. I I'm. I'm not trying to piss anyone off by bringing these names up. They're motivational. <laughs> but what I am saying is when you talk what, like, and Frank and I try to do our very best. We are good at gear. We kill some animals. We can give you some general advice, but we don't give tactic advice very often. We give some, yeah, but right. the thing is, is why would you listen to me about doll sheep when there's, I can think of right now, 50 guys better than me and people send me messages about right. this and i'm like dude cut email this dude why why you get i live in colorado right i, I fucking went on some sheep. i mean i've been on 20 doll sheep hunts pales in comparison to most but these other guys since they don't have that social media following they can't be trusted that makes sense right i know it they're they're i mean it's just how it but dude, you're doing the right thing instead of trying to overstep your boundary and give some bullshit advice you're doing the, you're sending them to somebody that you think can give them the correct advice well again not to That's swing it back around to matt singer but that was one of his arguments to me was hey man where's your content you know show, yeah. show me your content if he knew you know, how, which is how funny close you work killed, with like with like the yeah. parks and wildlife it, and stuff for it, studies it's just it's incredible to me that it, like some it's so skewed like people people think that 
if you, if you don't have the followers or if you don't share it with people, then you're irrelevant and you've never done anything. And it's just, man, there's a lot of guys out there. Yeah. Like some of the best guys I know would never even sign up for Facebook or, or Instagram yeah. or social media. Like you'll never hear about some of these guys. Yeah. yeah. A well, guy I'm, with a good following that would be a good podcast too that's funny as hell is Twerk, man. I'm serious. Yeah. Hagen Ecker. Get him, Get on, him here. on here. I text him. Uh, he texted me or he called just now. I said, hey, I'm on there. He said, hey, would you please tell Dana hi for me? <laughs> <laughs> there you so, go. That guy should be here. Dude, he is. He actually is a killer. You know what would happen, though? You'd sit here, there'd be three guys, you know, two, three guys around a microphone, and all y'all would be doing is laughing as he showed you pictures and videos on his phone. <laughs> oh, and you couldn't, you, you literally, even with the audience, I mean, we're dropping F-bombs and, you know, saying bad words or whatever, but even with the audience, you would not be able to describe what Dude, you're seeing. Twerk it's for crazy. bucks. His logo is a chick twerking on a mule deer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's well, brilliant. You, you think about it, um, I, I, I Again, I pride myself on gear and survival, right? So if you're going to pick five guys to for that, I think I'd probably be one of them. Well, and after that, you may not want to go dude, ahead. Dude, that being said, why don't why don't you do that naked and afraid deal? I've, dude, I've had people bug you me should. to be on alone and naked and afraid. Both. You don't like to be naked. Huh? I don't give a <laughs> shit. Yeah, it'd be awkward as hell, right? Alone? There's a guy from Colorado that does it, and he's everyone's favorite, and he wins it every year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one I of met my him friends. over at Rocky Mountain. Yeah, Did one of my need, friends You should do a him. podcast with that guy. Yeah. Yeah, we should get him on here. But the, Or you could do it yourself. He just was on Naked and Afraid yeah. XL, wasn't he? Does that mean he's extra large? We just I, can't see he's buzzed out? He's, I don't know. He's Dude, big. My friend, <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> my, friend uh, that, my friend Randy, yeah. she's going gator hunting with him in October. Oh, really? Yeah, she yeah. knows him really well. Yeah. I never well, watched. Dude, that she's like, you know this guy with Naked and Afraid? No, man. I don't watch Naked I don't, and Afraid. I don't. I only watch the XL where the, you, you see the team dynamic with a bunch of people. Yeah. And that dude was alone for like 21 days oh, with no, a stick bow and sluice like five or six. I mean, that dude, he's the first guy in the history of Naked and Afraid to gain weight. Yeah. No, no, he gets it, man. He well, gets it, but don't you think, it just, it, maybe I'm wrong, but, I mean, you got a camera crew there. What's the worst that could happen? Exactly. You're not dying. This, no. is, this is what I was and leading that's up what he, to. He gets. Like, Frank, right? Mild-mannered, normal guy, 10-day solo backpack hunts, got pulmonary edema, hikes out with his lungs full of liquid. He's doing it for fun, right? Backpack hunts. So when I watch shows like Alone where there's half a million dollars for a prize, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, get... If you're giving up that quick with the half a million dollars on the line, yeah. well, obviously, I guess what I'm getting, they're not going to pick dudes that are going to probably win it yeah. to go on because it's not fair. There is some hardcore dudes. But what I was leading up to is, okay, mule deer. Who's who's five people you'd pick to bring on a mule deer hunt? Greg Krogh. Greg Krogh's top of the list. Yep. Dave Verosco's top of the list. Ryan Hatch. Yeah, guess. Ryan Hatch. Probably, I probably, Robbie Denning would be one. Robbie Denning. Robbie Denning. Yeah. Um, Travis Roundy. That dude's legit. Dude, Travis Round is legit. legit. Probably Kip, Kip Fowler's another guy because he, he's killed some 200-plus hits on the Wasatch front with a Mike with Duplan. A Duplan's Mike Duplan. another guy. Yep. So, okay, now Elk. Oh, what about that What about that? Uh, tra- uh, Marquez? Oh. Oh, I think he's good, man. Yeah. He's but, a killer. I don't know. But well, I, I can't I can't say anything because I don't know him personally. Does my, he get to hunt the res, though? I, yeah, I'm okay, pretty damn sure right, he does. Right. But maybe not. I'm sure he'll comment on this if he doesn't. Um, but the thing is, is, okay, they're going to know animal behavior, right? They're going to know the area. They're going to know how to score. They're going to know basically what the animal is going to do before the animal does it because they've yeah. been around those animals so long. When you talk about gear, you're going to know the, the, the best type of gear for that scenario you're going on or whatever else. Okay, optics, stuff like that. Then you go to sheep. 
Clay Lancaster, Bart Lancaster, Brian Martin. Brian Martin, uh, absolutely. Yeah, those are guys that you're going to choose. Out yeah. of all those Dude, guys. John Luton. The yeah, guys the whole, in John, John Luton, greatest. The man. Yeah, yeah. John Luton. I mean, how, do, how do you have that conversation and not yeah. say John Luton John Luton, you're, you're right. And I'm not, I'm, I'm missing some no, people. I as know. We talk about we, this. No, no, yeah. no. But you but know, you're really close you, to the Lancasters. You're, so you're, you're picking five out of 10 guys, okay? Now, as you go through this There's entire only list. One guy for antelope, though, Grimmett. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's an antelope. You go through this list. None of those people are social insta famous. No. No. They're not. And and this is my point of and, and I'm I've getting gotten shit for about misled. being insta famous myself, but I think I've stayed in my role or whatever of, of gear and, and survival. But my, my point being is if you're listening to this podcast, I'm not belittling anyone with a huge fucking social media following. But what I am saying is I, if you want I am. Yeah, I am. if if I'm you kidding. want to kill shit Listen to the people putting animals on the ground every year. Listen to the people that can stay in the wild for a long period of time or, or whatever the case may be because that's where you're going to get your best advice. And and you talk about like like with – I don't know how much you want to talk about with what you do, Drum, but how many giant bulls are you guys killing every year? We do pretty good. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying giant like 320 like a 320 is a satellite bull that you laugh at. Yeah. You're talking 380 to 420. Yeah. Yeah, okay. How <laughs> many people even fucking seen – a 420 Some people bowl. go their whole life, man. Yeah. I, I, I saw one and that asshole, Casey's dad killed it, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and, but my, my, my thing is you need to pay attention to here is listen to the people that get it done. Not Don't listen to the people that got it done with the guide. Listen to the fucking guy. Yeah. Like, because you know what's yeah. funny? <laughs> you, I'll tell you this. This is funny too. A lot of times the same guys that we're talking about will find something that we know is big and sometimes we're like we got to bounce it off so so we we, we social network like yeah, yeah. within each other within like with each tech, other. because they know that not a, there's not a snowflake chance in hell that anybody's going to send that picture out you know what right, i mean right right so I'll, I'll you know i'll reach out to Verasco and Krog or Duplan or even John Luton and be like hey man you know what do you, what are your thoughts this is what i think what do you think cuz i want to make sure that i and, and you get two or three guys feeling the same thing and and you know what happens most of the time is if we end up killing it, it's a little bit better than what we thought. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, you t- I bring up like South Cox with a stick bow. You guys don't know him, but it just took me 12 days to kill a fucking deer with my stick bow, right? South, I think he got it done in seven or eight, but that dude's killing solid mule deer on public land with a stick bow every year. That's right? awesome. And, and That's a feat. I'm sorry, South, you're not the greatest shot, but he's fucking killing them, right? He's getting it done. And you so you look like for the traditional side – why would you listen to somebody with a huge social media following that hasn't put animals on the ground? Now, if they're using it as a platform, totally different to get guys on like you guys or South to, you know, using that platform. But I'm, you, there's so much mis fucked up information oh, that dude, people listen dude, a to. A lot of these guys that have huge social, they couldn't kill themselves if you locked them in the barn with a pistol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. I'm going to get messages off of this, but. Uh-oh. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know. The guy might be a good hunter. Who yeah. knows? But I think he killed a sow and called it a boar. First transgender bear <laughs> ever in the history of Montana, but whatever. Yeah, that's funny. The, uh, I, I, <laughs> goofy bastard. Uh, the thing, though, that, uh, did, if anybody, if you're taking away anything from this podcast, which is, we've talked about just about everything, when you're going to get advice, again, you can buy, in my opinion, 
you can have the coolest trophy room in the world by far and make you look like the biggest stud and be the shittiest hunter because I've met him because you've got money. Yeah. And, I, and you, you're having somebody else get you in the position but you to know do what? that. More power to him, man. More power to him. Yeah. It's, it's a hey, free buddy, country. Hey, buddy, I hit it. Yeah. I'm paying those people too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Greg Krogh's <laughs> taking me out. Dude, let me tell you something. Greg Krogh's one of my best buddies and I draw Nevada tag or Arizona tag. You're going He's with first him. guy. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm paying him full price. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I've, you know, it's so funny. You see the do it yourself guys versus the guided guys and then within the guided community you have the guided guys that you know can only afford a seven thousand dollar hunt bitching about the guys paying 20 grand and the guys that pay 20 grand bitching about the guys that buy the auction tags yeah it's hilarious i mean it's it, it do what you love and enjoy it and you know but don't don't put yourself in front of the sport of hunting and we're all going to be okay yeah exactly my buddy ben uh Rawls, did you guys see that on Kafaru's that that Roosevelt he shot? I did. Okay, lean so, back way far. He has he has a chin up. Yeah, laying yeah, yeah. on the ground. Great yeah. bull. So that he bought the or I think he he either bought the governor's tag or won, or, or won it or whatever. And Ben's got money. I've been on goat hunts with him. Been to Tiburon. I mean, but. The first thing, you know, guys are posting, jealous guys. Oh, yeah, Bunny can buy anything. Well, I've been where he shot that fucking elk assholes. It's public land. We shot a bear on it, Pecker and I. That is public land. It's a fucking logging area, right? I mean, it's anyone can drive up there. Now, did Ben have the money to do it? Yeah, he bought the tag. But you know what? Ben wasn't inherently, he wasn't, you know, Ben owns a high top uh, tree trimming business. He does high, what is that yeah, called? Yeah. He cut the fuck top of the trees off and trim them down. Yeah. Yeah. So he's earned that. And then he went in there and I don't know what that bull scores. That's a big, it's a giant. It's a big rosy. Yeah. And that's a true rosy. That's a West side rosy, not a hybrid. Right. But I was amazed. I got messages about, I don't know why you'd post that money can buy anything or whatever. And I'm thinking, do you know how many people that post every day? animals they've bought and paid for without any no one ever says anything right like oh yeah it's do it, it yourself yeah oh yeah well and and then this guy he bought tag went out and killed it and i'm not saying ben will do what it takes like we drove by a fucking huge roosevelt when we were on the goat hunt he had the governor's tag and he did try to buy the land access he's got the money who gives a fuck i would do the same yeah. thing if i had the money but Ben's not on social media. Like, he doesn't no. even have an Instagram page. He just gave me that photo, said, hey, if you want to post it on Kafaru, go ahead. He shot a stone. I still can't post because it was so fucking big. I, it was one of the largest stone sheep I've ever seen. I've heard of this guy. Rawls. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Rawls is the guy. He he bought the governor's goat tag, and I took him, or a few of us went on and trying to shoot the record in Washington. Right. And Ben's funny because the way he works is – uh. He'll have a Tupperware or Rubbermaid thing full of chicken for a five-day hunt, and then and the dude eats. He's a big dude. He's yeah. strong. Um, and we'll go back there, and I'm like, Ben, if you want to just leave me and go back and come back and get me, I'll, I'll... – the reason why I'm so loyal to Ben, when James, my buddy, shot the record, in the midst of trying to shoot that, he and I went down a gorge. We couldn't get out. I have three minutes left on my sat phone. We call Ben and I'm like, dude, we should be on this road around 2.30 in the afternoon. Can you get us? Ben's the type of guy, yeah, I'll be there. We don't get out of there till fucking seven o'clock at night. And I'm thinking we're fucked. We're 27 miles from our truck. We have no food. I'm puke. I've exerted myself. I'm puking up stomach bile. I'm like, yeah. dude, we get to the road. I shit you not. Five minutes later, here comes Ben. Drove up and down the road all night looking for us all day. He's got a bunch of Gatorade, six <laughs> Subway sandwiches. And I'm like, I, awesome. I owe this guy, right? Yeah. I, I, and I'm indebted to him still because 
that kind of stuff isn't that big of a deal to some people, but well, I know it's huge. It's huge. I'd have yeah. left. Oh yeah, and no, he drove. Yeah, I wouldn't have left. He, he drove up and got us. We end up shooting a state record the next day. James did. That's awesome. And then Ben got the tag, and we tried to. And he shot like a fifty-something inch goat, right. a good goat for Washington. But Ben went with the Lancasters, right? He's been on Tiburon Island, and 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 he he has set himself up for being able to buy these hunts and he doesn't claim to be the greatest hunter in the world, but he'll stick it out. I mean, they, I think they stayed on Tiburon Island for 12 fucking days straight on a backpack hunt. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. It's horrible. But I don't know, but yeah, that bull he killed was, that's pretty impressive. Roosevelt. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyhow. Well, we should probably wrap this up because I think I'm going to try and shoot an antelope in that fucking ground blind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, I appreciate you guys eat. coming on. Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm so fucking hungry. <laughs> you need to look at me, dude. I'm starving. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, thanks for coming around, guys. All right. Yeah, thanks, man.